we have come empty that you would fill us up this morning we are asking that lord of oh god in heaven even as we open our hearts oh god in heaven pour your oil into our hearts oh god lord may we be renewed oh god may the faint receive strength may the weary be encouraged may the morning oh god receive joy and the person with the spirit of heaviness lord give them the garment of praise that lord oh god in heaven we shall it shall be said that we are the plantings of the lord blessed be your holy name oh god in heaven sweet holy spirit our teacher we have come once again that we may be taught of you minister to our hearts oh god scripture says that the words that i speak to you are life and they are spirit father lord oh god in heaven let life enter into us oh god and may we become living once again blessed be your holy name oh god in heaven in jesus mighty and matchless name we have prayed amen amen god is good and all the time god is good and all the time god is good amen amen and amen amen praise the name of the lord jesus christ hallelujah amen 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 praise god okay quickly let us open our bibles to the book of luke 22 the book of luke 22 we are reading from verses 39 to 46 luke chapter 22 we are reading from verses 14 39 to 46 praise the name of the lord jesus christ hallelujah amen praise god are you all there luke chapter 22 we are reading from verses 39 luke 22 from verses 39 to 46 praise god are we all there okay let's read one to go coming out he went to the mount of olives as he was accustomed and his disciples also followed him when he came to the place he said to them pray that you may not enter into temptation and he was withdrawn from them about a stone throw and he knelt down and prayed saying father if it is your will take this cup away from me nevertheless not my will but yours be done and the verse 43 it says then an angel appeared to him from heaven strengthening him and being in agony he prayed more earnestly then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground when he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples he found them sleeping from sorrow then he said to them why do you sleep rise and pray lest you enter into temptation hallelujah rise and pray lest you enter into temptation may the lord deliver us in the name of jesus hallelujah amen praise god praise the name of the lord jesus christ amen praise god for those of us who are writing this morning um the title of my sermon is the burdens of alignment praise god the burdens of alignment we started this month looking at the theme divine alignment to begin to understand what does it truly mean when we are talking about the subject of divine alignment and i began to express the fact that when we're talking about alignment is simply talking about the essence of why we are here praise god in other words we're looking at the subject of purpose the subject of destiny 
Praise the Lord. And But when we look at the Bible, we understand that one of the many reasons why Jesus or why the Lord gave us the scriptures is because it was supposed to be the most consistent and reliable way through which we can be grow in a fruitful relationship with him. Praise God. The reason why you and I were given scripture, the Bible said that all scripture is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for instruction, that the man of God may be what? Thoroughly equipped and furnished for every good work. So when you read your Bible, or for those of us who your desire or innermost craving is to develop a relationship with God, the Bible is your quickest way and is the only assured way why because the bible is consistent and is the most reliable book that speaks about the personality of god hallelujah praise god hallelujah and so you realize that just like as it is in every relationship praise god the only way you can grow in relationship is by spending time with such a person praise the lord and the reason why you're spending time with such a person is because as a result of the time you spend with that person, you begin to notice certain patterns with that person. Praise God. So, for instance, if you have a friend who is consistently lying, praise God, but the very first moment you came in contact with that person, you never knew those tendencies. But as time passed on, you began to see certain things that were either consistent with how you believe or that were against your beliefs. And then you make a choice. Should we grow in this relationship or should we go our separate ways? Praise the Lord. And so you realize that the same pattern is with God. That the reason why we have scripture is that from the scriptures we begin to see a pattern that is consistent with the nature of God. That is why you are able to make your boast in God and say, I know the God in whom I serve. That if indeed he has been faithful yesterday, that same God will remain faithful today. And I'm guaranteed that tomorrow I will still meet him faithful. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the reason why we have been given scriptures. As a matter of fact, when you look at the Bible in the book of Matthew, sorry, you look at the Bible in the book of Malachi 3 verse 6. Malachi 3 verse 6. The Bible said that God was speaking and he says that what? I am the Lord and I do not change. Praise God. I am the Lord and I do not change. The reason why this is very key is because as human beings we change. Praise God. And the reason why we change is because of the environment we find ourselves, the companies we keep or the circumstances in life that we go through. Praise the Lord. You know, I remember one time Joyce Meyer was making a statement and she said that the truth is, if you really want to know what somebody is made of, all you need to do is to see how that person handles pressure. Praise God. And the reason why that is the case is because just as she gave the example with the soap dispenser, she said that if you have a soap dispenser, you never know what the color of the soap is until you have to press it. And the reality of it is that some of us, when life really presses us, that is when what we are truly made of begins to manifest. Praise God. And that is why some people, maybe perhaps you were all friends and all hunky-dory. But when life happened, you begin to wonder, but I thought you were like this. Praise God. The only reason is because before that relationship, pressure had not taken place. Praise the Lord. But God here is saying that regardless of whatever life may come, what? I am the Lord and I change not. 
Praise God. In other words, the same God who is the God of Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob is the same God that we have gathered this morning for us to fellowship with. Praise the Lord. And so if you wanted to know the nature of this God, that your relationship will be a fruitful one, the only way to do that is through scriptures. Because this how God dealt with Abraham is consistent with how he dealt with everybody, even down to Revelation. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You even look at the Bible again in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8. The Bible said that what? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Hallelujah. He is the same what? Yesterday, today, and forevermore. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because when you begin to read the scriptures, praise God, like I said earlier, if your desire is to grow with God, if your desire is to develop a fruitful relationship, when you begin to study scriptures, don't just read the stories. Begin to see a pattern. Praise God. Because the same God who is saying that I change not is the same God all throughout the Bible. Praise God. And from my little study of the Bible, I began to understand that when it comes to the nature of God, there are four things that are consistent with the nature of God. Praise God. There are four things that are consistent with the with the nature of God. And this is what we are looking at in today's service. Remember, we are talking about what? The burdens of alignment. And all through scripture, I have noticed that whenever God wants to deal with a man, the very first thing he does is to what? Make a promise. Praise God. The very first thing God will do with a man, we see it from the Bible with Abraham. The Bible said that the very first time god encountered abraham in the book of genesis chapter 12 from verses 1 the bible says that word and the bible said that now the lord said unto abraham get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto the land i will show you and he said what and i will make you a great nation and i will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing the verse 3 says, and I will bless thee that bless thee, and I will curse him that curses thee, and in thee all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Is that promise still in force today? Absolutely yes. Because when you read the book of Galatians chapter 3, the Bible said that what anybody who believes in Jesus is what Abraham seed. That is why even in Sunday school growing up, we'll be singing, Abraham's blessings are mine. Why? Because that promise is consistent. Whenever God encounters anybody, the very first thing God does what is to make a promise. Praise God. Praise God. Now, after the promise is being made, the next thing God will do what is to establish a plan on how to accomplish that promise. Praise God. The very first next thing that God will do with what is to what establish a plan. We look at the life of Joseph. The Bible says in the book of Genesis, I think it was Genesis 37, the very first time again, God will ever encounter Joseph. The Bible said that what Joseph had a dream. Remember, we're talking about sort of what? Divine alignment. And here, Joseph had a dream. And in that dream, God had given Joseph an, an unimaginable dream. I said that what? That the sun and the moon and all the stars will bow unto you. 
that even the father Jacob was troubled by that dream. I said, are you telling me that myself and your mother and your siblings will bow to you? Who is the second to the last born? But that's the dream of God. That is what God had in, in plan. Praise God. But God had a plan. And after the plan comes what? The process. Praise God. Praise God. After that plan, God what? Has a process. Remember, I'll give example again. The Bible said that it is not the will of God that any man perish. That is the desire of God. It does not give God glory when somebody does not live in the ways of God. He takes no delight in it. Praise the Lord. That is why, what, how would you imagine, for instance, someone who is good at baking a cake. She spends hours designing the cake only to take the cake and throw on the floor it is never the same design and that is the same with god that i do not take delight in people being destroyed and so for that reason i want to save humanity that's the promise that god has made but what's the plan the plan is that what jesus would come to on this earth in the form of man and would die for the sake of man for the sin that he did not commit that anyone who believes in him what shall be saved that is the plan of god however what there is a process praise god and that process of salvation is that what if anyone would confess with their mouth and believe in their heart what they shall what be saved that is the process of it's consistent god never changes praise god but the beauty of all these things that i've said is this Captured in the plan and processes of God is where you and I come in. Praise God. Captured in the plans and the processes of God is where you and I come in. And if you remember, I said it when we started this series, that when we are looking at the subject of divine alignment, that divine alignment is when God uses the events and circumstances in your life Praise God to begin to align you to the things that he originally designed you to do. This is very, very key. When God uses what? The events and circumstances in your life to bring you into alignment to what he wants you to do. Praise God. And the beauty or the relevance of this is this. Because every experience we go through in life is not just ordinary. Praise God. There is a meaning behind the experiences you have. Praise God. Haven't you had encounters whereby, for instance, you saw something. Your eyes saw that thing, but you never took notice of it. You were like, anyway, I just saw it. But two hours down the line, you realize, oh wow, that was the reason why I saw that thing. Praise God. Nothing happens to a believer by chance. And so regardless of the experience, the pains and the travails you may have, Nothing happens for what? Nothing. Hallelujah. Because the experiences you go through are all those things that God would use what to bring you into alignment to what God will have you do. I'll give you a good example. Now, the Bible says that in that book of Genesis 37, God had encountered Joseph and gave Joseph a dream. Praise God. And the dream that Joseph interpreted was that what? The sun and the moon will come and bow to him. Anybody who has that dream will be fantastic. Remember I'm talking about what? The burdens of what? Alignment. 
In other words, anybody would have thought that that dream is all hunky-dory, fantastic dream, that I will, I will shine one day. But remember, when it comes to the dealings of God, there is always what? A process. Praise God. There is always a process. And the Bible says that when this promise was made to Joseph, Joseph was only but 17 years old. I'm talking about what? Divine alignment. However, if we were going to imagine how God was going to make the sun and the moon bow to Joseph, it would have been an easy trail, you know. Joseph would be in school one day, his classmate would be the a prime minister's son or whatever they marry and everything just keeps going fantastic. But remember, everything that happens to your life is not ordinary. Praise God. And so with Joseph, Joseph was just on his own tending to the sheep and the brothers decided to sell him into slavery. Praise God. Divine alignment. God was using that thing, that experience that cell or rather the trade that happened in joseph's life to bring him to the place of the promise that god has made my encouragement to somebody this morning is this you may be going through an, a painful experience and you're wondering but god where would all this thing end i have cried and cried and cried to you but nothing seems to change remember the bible says that what all things work together for good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. There is something God is doing that in the end, the Bible said that what? Write the vision down, make it plain that whoever sees it will run with that, but what? Although it may not see now, but at the end it will speak. Praise God. That the beauty of what God is doing is that it is revealed in the end. And so you look at Joseph's life. Joseph began to go through bitter experiences. From being accused to what he did not do to being put in slavery. But you see, when it comes to the aspect of alignment, the reason for alignment is to keep you focused. Praise God. Because there is a destination that God will have us do. We are not here on earth for, to do our own bidding, but we are here to do his bidding. That's why I said that God will make a promise. He will establish a plan and put in the process to which that promise is fulfilled. And that is where you and I would come into play. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so for the case of Joseph, Joseph began to go through all these experiences. But he thought that all Joseph was seeking for, because while Joseph was in the prison, Joseph forgot the dream he had. Praise God. Joseph forgot every dream he had. Why? Because as a result of those painful experiences, all he wanted to do was to go back home. Praise God. And that is why when he interpreted the dream to the butler and the baker, he was saying, when you leave here, please remember me because I want to go back home. But God was only aligning Joseph to that which Joseph would do in his life. And the Bible says that when all these things have come to pass, Genesis chapter 50, that the moment the brothers came to ask Joseph for food, the Bible said one line there, and Joseph remembered the dream that he had. Praise God. Joseph remembered the dream that he had. I'm saying this because as much as God's vision for our lives will be great, the process is never great. Praise God. 
That is the reality of it. That how can you imagine God would want to send us a savior if you wanted to give birth to the king of kings and the lord of lords of all the places to give birth to him was in a manger. Praise God. This is the reality of God and that is why I'm trying to encourage us because the truth is if you were to ask me for a direction to a place you wanted to get to and I told you that when you get there, these are the things you are expected to see on the road. Perhaps you will see a bump here, a pothole there. You see, um, you encounter different challenges. You begin to prepare your mind because already I know what to expect. Praise God. And I'm saying this now because in the boutique of destiny, praise God, every great dream has a price. Praise God. Every great dream has a price. But the beauty of God is that as much as our faces are different here, we all have our unique assignments to accomplish. Praise God. And so when you are looking at the burdens of alignment, you begin to understand why you are going through what you are going through. As a matter of fact, you know, mechanically speaking, for those of us who drive here, the reason why you are recommended to go for wheel alignment is because at some point in time, as a result of constant use, as a result of constant driving, your car has lost direction. Praise God. And the same thing is with our lives. As a result of constant living, day in, day out, you know, I wake up in the morning, I go to work, I come back, I, I eat, sleep, drink, everything. As, if care is not taken, at some point in time, you will lose the dream that you had. And that is why God begins to institute a divine alignment. When he begins to use those issues in your life to make you refocus to that which he originally wanted you to do. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so when you are looking at the bodies of alignment here, the very first body of alignment, we see it in the life of Jesus. And that is what? Death. Praise God. I'm not saying death where you no longer breathe. I'm saying you come to the place of submission. Where you are saying to the Lord, not my will, praise God, not my will, but what? Let thy will be done. Because the Bible tells us that, can a clay tell the potter, what are you molding? Praise God. Who can question and challenge this God, what are you doing? We are here for God and not, we are here because of God and not God for us. Praise God. And so, however he would have us do, then the question is, Lord, if you say I should jump, how high? And you see the beauty of what that scripture tells us. When you read that passage again, Luke 22, the Bible said that the moment, the moment Jesus made that statement and said, not my will, but thy will be done, an angel came to strengthen him. Because the truth is, you don't need the, you don't need the pain to go away. All you need to ask God is grant me strength. Praise God. That the prayer is not God, take it away from me. No. If you're saying I will go through it, all I'm asking for is grant me grace. Grant me grace. Because the Bible said that what you cannot be tempted more than you are able to. That even in that temptation, God has done what? Made a way of escape. That way of escape is that strength. That when you understand the burdens of alignment, alignment is never sweet. Alignment is never pleasant. But the Bible said that what? The glory at the end of it is what will speak. 
The Bible said that the book of Hebrews 11 said that for Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him, did what? Endured the cross. Praise God. And so all I'm saying to somebody here this morning is be strong. Be strong. Because when you understand that what you are going through is not for nothing, then you begin to ask God that, Lord, all I need is your strength. And that's what we're going to be praying with this morning. That, Lord, I need strength. It may be painful, but, Lord, I need strength. I'm not asking you to take it away, just like Jesus. Jesus said, that, not my will, oh God. If I had my way, I wouldn't be here. Nobody likes challenges. But the beauty of it is there is no challenge that will not have a glory at the end. Many of us who want to have the precious of diamonds, you know, I, I was watching a video on Instagram, I think it was on Monday or Tuesday, and this guy basically took this metal, and the metal was dipped into hot fire for several, and it was red, it was square. When the metal was in the fire, it was square. However, the person who put it under the fire wanted to mold it into a circle. Praise God. And so as a result of the heat that was on that metal, they began to heat a hammer on that particular thing until it molded into the shape the person desired. Perhaps the reason why you are going through what you are going through is that God is molding you. Praise God. That God is molding you because the truth is that what everybody here has a great destiny in God. But if you understand the burdens of alignment, then we would no longer complain as bitterly as we do. But we are asking the Lord, send your angels to minister strength to me. Praise God. Send your angels to minister strength to me. Because that is all I need to go through what I do, what I'm going through. Because the reality of it is at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we are not judged by what we are doing, but how well we did what he asked us to do. And so you begin to see that divine alignment is an agent of mercy. Because at the end of the day, God will ask me, I sent you to do this. Did you really do it? And so when we are experiencing divine alignment, it's just God's mercy putting us on track to do that which he will have us do. And then we are no longer bitter about it, but we are grateful. You see, everything is all about perspective. It's all about perspective. And that is what God will have us here this morning. And I ask that the Lord will strengthen us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us just bow our heads even as we pray this morning. As we have learned through scriptures here this morning, I have said that when it comes to the aspect of divine alignment, that the number one burden of alignment is what? The place of submission. The place where you are able to say, God, if it's so, let it be. If it has to be so, let it be. If I have to lose my job, that you will lead me to where you want me to be, let it be. If I have to let go of some certain people, that you will lead me to where I'm supposed to be, Lord, let it be. But all I'm asking for, Lord, is your strength. Because the Bible said that the moment Jesus submitted, Jesus submitted to the things that the Father would have him do, an angel was sent to strengthen him. Therefore, Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh God in heaven, we begin to pray for strength. That, Lord, you will strengthen us, O oh God. Father, you will strengthen us, O oh God. Our inner man, Father, you will strengthen us. Lord, we may be weak and weary, O oh God, but we need your strength. 
you are true to your word that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and therefore we call on the name of Jesus we call on the name of Jesus that Lord you will strengthen us Lord you will strengthen us that Lord we will not come out of the fire but Lord we will go through the fire Lord we would go through the fire for even your words that even when you pass through waters we will not drown because your presence is with us help us to be aware of your presence open our eyes to see just like the servant of Elisha who said that indeed master they that are for us are more than they that are against us that Lord you would open our eyes to see that we will see that which you're doing that your name be glorified in the name of Jesus blessed be your holy name O God in heaven to you be all the glory O God in Jesus mighty and matchless name everlasting father God in heaven we just want to say thank you Lord we bless you O God in heaven for your word that has come to encourage your word that has come to strengthen to build us O God father we receive grace O God in heaven we receive grace in the name of Jesus help us not to stop on the way O God but Lord help us to finish well that your name be glorified in our lives O God in Jesus mighty and matchless name we have prayed amen amen praise the name of the Lord